How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Trey Ewings, and we back on Tie It Together. First off, I would love to take this opportunity to thank everybody who's been tuning in. We've been getting some really good feedback from y'all. We've been having multiple new guests come on to the show, and we absolutely love it because at the end of the day, what we really want to do for you guys is tie it together. And what we mean by that is we want to talk about those subjects that are a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit kind of hard for you to talk to, you know, your spouse, your friends, and everybody else about because you might be thinking something that they're not really thinking. So last week, we had Brianna Berryhill on the show. It was her first time being on. She did absolutely amazing. So I didn't know that that was going to trigger, you know, multiple people wanting to come on to the show. So today, I have another special guest. I have Miss Zakora Banks. Hey. <laughs> so I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Okay. To the people, I am Zakora Banks. Um. I'm from Colleen. <laughs> y'all know. Uh, y'all could just follow me on social media, Twitter, Dope Ass Banks, and Facebook, Zakora Banks, because that's who I am. So the very first topic that we really want to touch on, and I feel like this subject is very long overdue, especially on a show like this. So everyone knows how I feel about Black women. Absolutely love them. I mean, how can you not? Right. <laughs> And it's very disheartening when I see my brothers not come to the defense of my sisters. So we're talking about Black men coming to the defense of Black women. So just a little bit of background about this whole topic and and why I feel the way I feel. When it comes to Black men and Black women, women have stood at the forefront since the slave days with our community, right? Even when it comes to last year, with the entire world exploding over racial injustice, it was not the NBA that stood up and made anyone think about anything. It was the WNBA. And that has been a very consistent theme throughout time. Even when you talk about the Black Panthers, you know, even when you go back to Harriet Tubman, you know, this has been something that has been headed by black women this entire time. So my biggest thing is when we see that black women have our back like this, why are we not doing that same thing for them? For example, and we touched on it, you know, months ago, and I'm not going to explain the whole situation because we don't know enough yet, but when it came to Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion and the whole situation that happened with them, immediately too many black men were saying that she was lying with no evidence. She's automatically lying. So I'm trying to understand why do we do that on a consistent basis? Because that's not the only situation in which that's happened. But what I need to drive home to our black men is that we need these black women. So when you're not defending them, how can they, you expect them to love you in a way that says, Hey, you are strong. Hey, you are a provider. Hey, I believe in you. Because when it when the chips were down, where were you? So I'd like to know what your thoughts on that are, Corey. I feel that, well, one, we just can't blame the black men. You know what I'm saying? Like, black people overall, we, for years, have been stuck in this one way of 
thinking and living and moving that we adapt to that. And I think a lot of, of our black men have adapted to that just by wherever they were taught from. Me personally, I feel like it starts in the home with the child. How is that black mm. man raised? Did his, did his black mother empower those thoughts in him? That he's, you know, a leader, that he's strong, that he's smart. He's the type of, you know, mom that didn't really deal with her son. So I feel like the reason why a lot of black men don't know how to be there for black women, because they didn't have black mothers to teach them. But that goes back into slavery and what we've known to be taught. And then also... How I look at it, we went from, you know, black people used to, to used to be together all the time. You know, black couples, black marriages, black children, all of that was prospering. You know what I'm saying? And then what happened? Slavery came. We got divided. So when you get divided, everybody's not getting the same teaching and raising. A lot of men don't know how to treat women because they weren't taught. But that's not an excuse. So that's really all I can say about that. Right. And it goes back to, as Black men, at least identifying with, hey, this is not something I'm used to. This is not something I have been accustomed to. You have to put your pride away and say, you know what? I don't know how to do this very well. Let me find a way to do this. So fortunately for me, I was raised in a black household, two parents, you know, later on got divorced, two sisters Mm -hmm. and a niece. So I was raised around black women all day long. And my father absolutely positively Mm -hmm. loved my mother. It was it was the most beautiful thing I ever saw in my life. So right then and there, I knew like, hey, this is how you love your woman. This, these are the things that you need to do. You know, my dad would do certain things like when we were young kids, he would wake up and he would cook right. the whole house breakfast because that was, that, was, that was his thing. That was when he was able to cook breakfast on the weekends. And he'd make this whole breakfast for myself, my older sister, and my younger sister. Well, we would be at the table and he'd still be in the mm-hmm. kitchen cooking. And I would think to myself, like, what are you doing? It wasn't until I got older that I recognized he's cooking her a completely different mm-hmm. breakfast at this point. He's cooking what his right. wife wants. He's not just throwing stuff together and oh, right. she likes it. He was cooking her a completely different meal. And at first, as a kid, of mm-hmm. course, I'm jealous because she's getting like a like a ham steak thing going on. He done made her eggs different. <laughs> she got shrimp in her grits. And I'm like, dude, what did you just do? But then I realized, you know, once I got older, that's right. her breakfast. That breakfast ain't for you. You know, that's showing her that love and that appreciation. That's showing her like, hey, babe, I love you. I support you. I'm going to do what's right. going to make you happy. The unfortunate thing is a lot of us don't always get to visualize that situation happen in front of us. Mm-hmm. We see it in movies. We see 
a few of our friends have that situation, but obviously we're right. not in their house every day. And honestly, I think this kind of leads into our second topic. So before we get into the second topic, I want people to know that this was actually a topic that you Yes, I did. I did. So I, I would love for you to go ahead okay, and let people Okay, so our second one. topic today, I know... Who I'm gonna take a deep breath because I know people ain't gonna want to hear it, <laughs> but I do feel like it's a topic that doesn't happen I, that I know of, but it's not right. a conversation that I come across in the black community, and that is we have the toxic baby daddies and the the absent fathers, but nobody wants to talk about toxic mothers. Ooh. And the reason don't lose and the followers. I say that is because nowadays on social media, all you see is somebody dogging their baby daddy. Their baby daddy getting dogged out, dogged out, dogged out. Then what? A couple weeks later, they back cool, calm, collected, whatever. But I do <laughs> feel like people think because they have kids together, and a lot of stated earlier, a lot of people didn't grow up with two-parent households so they try to you know they want to make it work for the kids and everything is for the kids but nobody thinks about the individual it's always about the kids but people forget that kids grow up and they know who was there and who wasn't and sometimes in the case women have good fathers just choose bad men say it again please women have good fathers for their children they just choose bad meaning a guy can be there a hundred percent for his child that only he can tell a female hey i want to just do this for my kid i know we had what we had going on but i ain't really feeling that i just want to strictly you know be there for my kid some women get mad from just that statement and now that statement that he Mm -hmm. said now she don't want him to see the kid now she has the kid now he's a bad father what made him a bad father right the fact that he chose his child over you or and a lot of women use kids as pawns so when I talk about toxic moms I'm talking about the moms that, you know, I've, I've been a single parent for eight years. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been in a baby daddy, baby mama situation. So it's like I kind of know how it is to go through that. But what I do know from growing up not having a parent, I'm not going to say that I didn't have my parents, but they weren't there. I'm going to just keep it real. I didn't grow up with my parents. I grew up right. with my grandma. And... Knowing that, knowing what I know now about my mom and her situation, and I'm going to get personal a little bit, and I don't care who judge. It's not to, you know, be out there feeling sorry for me or anything like that. But as women, we, you know, we go out here and we make a lot of choices. And then with choices come consequences. And a lot of women don't want to take accountability for the choice that they made, meaning, you know, 
having a one night stand, getting a kid. That that's the situation. Having, you know, let's see, just going just going out there, you know, fucking off, living life, and you end up in a situation, and now you have this child, the guy that you you know you don't want to be with. So, you know, shit just happens. But I say that to say this. Right. We don't talk about toxic moms a lot because women are known to be black women, especially we, we have to keep that image of being strong and being the one that holds it all down. When really there's a lot of black women out here taking away from their kids for not letting their fathers in. And then it's not really like, oh, he wasn't there. It's like, OK, you allow him not to be there. So it's like, how can you right. call somebody a deadbeat dad when you you really bitter over something that didn't work out? That's one. That's a one toxic mom situation. Right. Another is black women and black daughters. We have a lot of black women out here raising these men. You know what I'm saying? But they forget about. They don't, they don't teach their daughters how to be women. They don't teach their daughters how to go out there and be the woman who attract the type of man that they want. And that's where a lot of us fall short at. We just go out here choosing these niggas and not really just thinking about what it is we want. In our head, we know what we want, but then we get it and it's like, mm, I ain't really feeling it. You know what I'm saying? I think what you're really pointing in the direction of is that a lot of black women start to kind of fix yes because you know that son it goes back to the system like a lot of people grew up on food stamps you know housing where men weren't allowed in the housing so it goes back to vision a lot of us wasn't brought up us don't know how to be the people we want to be in the relationships because we, didn't, we, we weren't taught, you know what I'm saying? It goes back to slavery right. and it goes back to division, but it also starts in the home. You know what I'm saying? It starts with the individual. Whatever you want out there, you have to be that person with it to receive it. So if I'm here talking about deadbeat dads and all this shit, if you know that you're the type of person that's not letting your child father come around and stuff like that, you are creating the problem. That's a problem. You ain't no better. Because these children, right? I know people be saying, right. oh, if you're a good mom, no matter how much you're a good mom, a kid still needs their father. We take the gender away, it doesn't matter what a kid needs. A kid, a kid needs a leader. We all need a leader. Yes, we all need Yeah, a they need a solid so parent. It's, it's, have because a lot of black people we weren't taught anything so us growing up and realizing how it how we want to live our life it's hard because it's like well where do I start from I ain't never had this but it's like if you don't put yourself out there how are you going to get it we can't demand from black men right. if we not respecting ourselves I'm not saying that's the case but down absolutely, to we all just have absolutely. to take accountability and for those who 
are in these situations, I just pray that you guys truly find yourselves first. That's that's the most important part. Our parents and some of us have parents that, you know, were married. But for the ones that didn't grow up with that, you take that and you be who you need it. Be like them, don't judge them, but it's time right. that we look at what our parents went through and we take that and if you make a difference with it, you choose to make a difference. If you choose to and follow in your in what you was taught, that's on you, but it's all up to the individual. And then as a community, black Oops. people just got to get it together overall because we're quick to down ourselves on our people, media, the shade room, wherever that, whether it's our local Facebook pages, whatever. If we really want to see change, we have to start with our people first. And if we really for the people, we need to be about the people. Absolutely. And you guys know I love, love, love having guests on here that come on and make strong points. And I always want to end on a strong point. And I felt yeah, like sorry. you was out there know, like Tyson on that one. I don't words, even... But, you know, I'm just, that's just some stuff that <laughs> I knew. I've been wanting to sit there that I sit and think about in my mind. I just feel like it's time to talk about things that we're scared to talk about because fear is not an option. We have to, we have to walk in truth. No, like, absolutely. In order to accept your life as it is or accept you for how, how you are, you have to accept everything that you went through that you didn't know. But it starts with making a difference with yourself, getting up, making a change within yourself. Something that triggered you or whatever it is, you take that and you make a difference. You don't let it become you. And I think that's what a lot of our toxic moms, our toxic baby daddies, it came, it's just, you know, what do they call it? Generational curses. That's just what it was. And now a lot of people right. are waking up and are wanting change within relationships, within their relationships with their kids. But everything starts with you. You know what I'm saying? If you have kids out there, it's time to just start being being that leader, being who you needed as a kid. Because that's just what we are. We're just grown up kids that trying to find ourselves and be, become different than what we saw. Or not even better, because not everybody grew up in a fucked up situation. That's true. That's true. So, with all of that being said, Zakora, once again, plug yourself in. Zakora Banks. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Dope Ass Banks, Instagram, Dope Ass Banks, Facebook, Zakora Banks, because that's who I am. Absolutely. And I already plugged you on on my Twitter. I'm going to do it on the uh, Tied Together Twitter as well. But we appreciate everybody that tuned in. Next week is going to be even crazier because I got some cooking. I got some cooking up next week. So until again. Y'all stay blessed. We out.